outdoors take us to summers away or winter adventures and afternoon getaways. Your dedicated Fidelity Advisor can help you open those doors by working with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential because doors were meant to be opened. Visit fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimum supply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bet the Edge. Thanks for those watching on our NBC Sports YouTube channel or listening on podcast version. Coming up today, it's the Well Capper and V Money. We got March Madness blind resumes. Drew complained last week was a little too easy, so we're going to be stumped today. Uh, I didn't even look at the rundown until 10 minutes ago, Drew, so I'm already sweating. Uh, and it's an all-hoops episode, so we'll talk some NBA as well uh, after college basketball as we get closer to March Madness. How you doing, my friend? You doing well? I'm great, today? man. Absolutely. I'm doing great. Uh, great. Uh, you know, the NBA has been pretty good to me the last handful of days. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, just in general, like, uh, I'm ready for March Madness, man. Let's get it on. Like, this is this is going to be pretty competitive field this year. Uh, and I think there's a couple of uh, fun ways to attack now beyond just uh, the fact that I'm just I – could, I can't get enough Houston Cougars. Like, every time they – I'm with you. Like, yeah, man. Like, let's go, guys. I'm with you. That was uh, my best bet on Tuesday uh, was the uh, their opponent's first half team total under. Them, Oklahoma nice. – or Iowa, Iowa State and Houston have been my two babies when it comes to – Team total unders because their defense is, is so great. But, yeah, I've been doing pretty well in basketball myself, Drew. I feel like we're getting hot at the right time of year. Uh, so we're going to be testing our wits today and these <laughs> blind resumes. Uh, so we might as well hop right into it. Last week we got a few of these right, but we got some graphics today. So if you're watching live on YouTube, uh, this one's going to be spicy. If you're listening live, we're going to try and do the best we can to, to give you guys the breakdown. So Team A versus Team B, Drew. Team A is going to be projected three seed. They are 12th in three-point offense. Tied 91st, though, in three-point defense. What's good about them is they are 6-3 and three against quad one opponents, 21-6 and six overall with a 25-1 to price to win the Natty. And uh, Team B, though, they are a shortly lower price at 22-1. to one. They are first in three-point offense. Tied 91st in three-point defense. The same three-point defenses, uh, and this team is 6-6. Six and six. A grand squad one record. So they have three more losses, but three more games played and quad one against the other team. Team A versus Team B. Who do you like? Opening thoughts. Okay. If you're making me take one, it's pretty clearly Team B. Um, if you're going to give me the best team in three point offense in the country at a price like 22 to one to win the national title, I'll take a swing at that. Uh, in single elimination type of high variance, uh, you know, like, like I'm not seeing any. In you know, in the data you broke down, 
uh, and on our graphic here. I'm not, I'm not seeing any like fatal flaws with these guys. And if you are that elite at uh, three point shooting offense, then variance is in your favor in these kind of one, you know, you're going to get to the Sweet 16. And then you just got to get mm-hmm. hot and you're going to beat the two, the one seed. And then you just got to get hot and you're going to beat the better of the two or the three. Um, and uh, like other than Houston, there's no one I'm really scared of. So uh, I don't mind swinging on a, a four seed at a price like 22 to one. 22 on this that's uh that's not bad the projected three seed a little bit uh better price for a final four and national title um a little bit of better path if you're the three seed relative to the uh uh the four seed because you're not gonna have to go through a one um but uh there are a couple of things as i'm looking at this resume that uh spooked me a bit about these guys 170th in defensive turnover percentage uh i know that uh you know the team b is 194th but uh if you're making threes then i'm a less a little little less concerned about you creating extra possessions with your turnover defense so um you know i think a little bit uh, kind of more back-to-earth three-point offense with uh, that same suspect defensive turnovers uh, has me uh, somewhat uh, concerned. But, you know, 6-3 and three record against Q1 opponents, that's good. Uh, I kind of mm-hmm. don't mind either of these teams if they were in a bracket with the likes of a Purdue or a UConn or an Arizona. I don't know, although I don't even know if Arizona's going to get a one seed at this point. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, I think as long as either three or four could avoid – Houston in terms of region I kind of actually am into both of these teams so yeah I, I but uh, you know again like because you're counting on variance I'm only shopping for a mm-hmm. national title price and because you know you're you're uh, um, you know you're number one in three-point offense I'll, I'll lean to a team B here yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking team B could be Wake Forest Ooh. And how would you if it was Wake Forest, how would you feel about that? Okay. So the I'm gonna say it's probably not because I think the projected four seed would be pretty aggressive for them. Uh they're playing well right now. No question. Yeah. No question. They're playing well right Maybe now. Maybe Florida. Wake Forest, Wake Forest nah, is a team that you probably probably not really like uh all that interested in running into if they if they make the tournament field right now um but uh no i i think uh i bet you i'm i'm gonna guess one of these is baylor and the other one is maybe duke duke and baylor gonna, what do you think i'm gonna say well three and four seats i mean I'm going to limb and say Baylor's a good guess. Baylor, Baylor I think, is the four seed, and Duke, we, I think, is we, the three. We we did Alabama last week, so it's not definitely not Alabama. I know they're a three-point shoot team. I'm going to go Kentucky and say Wake Forest, even though Wake Forest is probably not right at all. You probably got me on that one. So I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say those two. Okay, let's go for the reveal. <sighs> all right, reveal, what do we got? Fingers crossed. I get one of these. Oh, Duke Kentucky was the, and uh, Duke projected the Kentucky, the projected four seed. Now, I I did okay. not really actually have Kentucky pegged as that good in three point offense. That's pretty interesting. They must have come on I mean, pretty they're... recently, which is kind of scary for everyone else. Like if Kentucky's getting hot uh, right now, and obviously, like we're recording this in the shadow of a really, really impressive performance by them. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, I kind of, I kind of don't like Kentucky at that price. If we're, uh, if we're, you know, if we're 
kind of thinking through here. Um, I also wouldn't be shocked if Duke and Kentucky ended up in the same bracket as a three and the four mm-hmm. with a vulnerable one and two because the you know the committee likes to do that sort of thing where you could potentially have a, a a seat in the final four on the line between a Duke and Kentucky blue blood head to head after upsetting a one and a two. So. Um. Yeah. The uh. The if you missed it, the Reed Shepard game winner last night for Kentucky was unreal. Um. And uh. You know, if you again, if you have that guy, a guy like that that can make those type of um type of shots, then you know, you're definitely uh in yeah. the running to upset a one. Yeah, I I don't mind a ticket on any of these two teams. I mean, twenty two to one, twenty five to one is pretty appealing for uh programs like these, these blue bloods. But if you uh don't know what Kentucky has done the last two games for people watching or listening. Kentucky scored uh, 117 and 91 points in their last two games. So, uh, yeah, I think that's coming on strong, Drew. Yeah. Uh, You know, 10 of 30 from three. And then they also had, I want to say, 13 of 24 from three. 13 of 24 Uh, against Alabama. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 54%. (laughs) So, yeah, I'd I'd say that puts you in position to be uh, climb a couple ranks for a three-point percentage. So, uh, yeah. That was fun. Round one. They have some other sterling recent performances since February. Like, really, just capture February. Uh, Against Tennessee, they went 12 of 27. Now, Tennessee has a good three-point D. uh, Against Vanderbilt, 15 of 26. Uh, And then, yeah, you mentioned it, Alabama. And that may be more of an indictment of Alabama's defense than anything. Uh, 13 to 24. Like, that's uh, that's, that's rare. Like, that's elite stuff. The one game where they didn't shoot particularly well or up to their standards from three was the loss against Gonzaga, where they went 6 Mm. of 17 from three. I only know that because I took Kentucky in that game. So, uh, <laughs> but you uh, you briefly mentioned Tennessee. I think they could end up being the number one seed uh, outside of Arizona if Arizona is not getting it. Drew, um, any opinion on that before you give me my my team seed first team B? I mean, it, I, I I really am not. I really am not sure here. Um, the that'd be like them or North Carolina, the ACC or SEC winner probably. Yeah, I'd maybe I, like Auburn has really come on super duper strong here. Um, they're playing good basketball. Uh, the winner of the SEC championship, if it's like Auburn v Tennessee, maybe gets it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get two Big Twelvers, so Iowa State's probably very locked into a two seed. Alabama, if they get a two seed, is uh, is they are on huge upset alert. Kansas as well, yeah. in my opinion. Um, so yeah, it's a. Uh, I would say the. Uh, yeah, the general kind of vibe would be the winner of the SEC if it's Auburn v. Tennessee. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I think uh, Arizona's kind of a fade. Now, I wish I would have got that price before they lost against Washington State, another team that could be a, a sleeper uh, entering yeah. March. But uh, I'm ready, Drew. I'm ready for mine. Let's go. Okay, uh, let's pull up the card. You're, this is Team C versus Team D. Uh, team C also, this, these two teams are expected to be in the mix here, right? Uh, we got a t- projected two seed uh, for Team C. Okay. Uh, they are 21st in efficiency on offense. Uh, they are 318th in offensive free throw rate. So they yeah. never never get to the free throw line no freebies for these guys um six and five record against q1 opponents 21 and six overall 12 and four in conference nine and one last 10 games they are plus 
575 to make the final four. They are 25 to one to win the national title. Uh, this is an interesting one with that big of a, uh, you know, at that, that low of a ranking in offensive free throw. I feel like that might be a giveaway mm-hmm. here. Um, they are up against team D. Uh, you're getting a better price with team D. They are projected three seed. Uh, they are currently 46th in efficiency on offense. Uh, they are cu- currently 88th uh, in offensive free throw rates. So uh, not as efficient offensively, but they get to the line a heck of a lot more. Four and five record against Q1 opponents, 20 and seven overall, seven and three in their last 10 games. This team, this team will give you a price of plus 750 to make the final four and 35 to one to win the national title. So a uh, little worse seed, a little bit of price. Much better uh, getting to the stripe, uh, but not quite as efficient on offense. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this this is tough. You said you think it's a dead giveaway who Team C is because their offensive free throw rate? I said it could. Like, I actually don't it really – I, I, off the top of my head, I can't really tell you who's, like, a really good team that never gets to the line. But I think that if you may, you may know. <sighs> I don't. I'm sure maybe Kansas like hmm. I mean but they have I don't know, they have bigs I don't know uh I mean I don't want to take a team that's not getting to the free throw line like you must be getting to the free throw line in March that's <laughs> that we we discussed this a lot Drew like you gotta have, have some to be easy knocking back down buckets, your free throws yeah. Yeah. yeah you have to be forcing turnovers um you know you don't want to be turning the ball over too much we want a three-point shooting team as you alluded to earlier and team a versus team b I kind of feel like Team D now, because of the odds, the conference record, and the Q1 record, I think that could be Illinois. Mm, um, okay. Projected three seed. And I do think Illinois is the team you want to be betting on out of the entire Big Ten. Like to win the Big Ten conference, I'm taking Illinois, okay. uh, no matter where they're seated or slated. Uh, but in wow. March Madness, too, I think they can make a run. But the two seeds got me, man, because. I'm thinking, you know, first I was thinking Iowa State, but I know Iowa State's lost more than once in their last 10 games. So it can't be yeah. that. Um, couldn't be Kansas, I guess, either by that metric. So I'm I'm stumped on Team C, but I think I'd rather take Team D. And if it's Illinois, that doesn't make much sense probably, but we'll see. We'll find out. What do you think? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, between those two, I would go D as well. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if you're not getting to this free throw line, if you're not getting some easy baskets – uh, I don't know how you know it makes it that much tougher for you to get the upsets that you need to ultimately get it home, uh, which would tilt me more towards a Final Four price than a championship price. But uh, between those two, yeah, if, if that that that's a little bit of a glaring outlier low for a free throw rate. So I'm with you. Let's take uh, Team D in this case, and uh, let's go right. for the reveal. Uh, I don't have any. Oh, Mar- uh, Mar- you got your Illinois Fighting Illini. I was Illinois. Team D. That was our bet. Okay. Uh, and uh, Marquette Golden Eagles were team c uh i actually for whatever reason i had completely lost track of the fact that marquette is nine and one in their last 10 i guess the one was yeah. a very 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 bad loss to uconn <laughs> but uh um yeah these guys went head to head earlier this season with marquette coming out on top um now let me just do kind of one final mm-hmm. exercise before we move on von um if this is a two three head to head in the round in the Sweet 16 at a neutral site, we'll say uh, Boston. Uh, what's the uh, what's the opening line here? Well, I think uh, Marquette's probably laying three and a half. Would you wow, say? Wow, really? I mean, okay. Marquette. Okay. I mean, Marquette beat them. People are going to be quick to take Marquette because they beat them. And here's the thing: because I initially had to check right away, 
was Terrence Shannon playing in that game? Because that makes a huge difference, and he oh. was. He had 21 points in that game. Five turnovers, too, might I mention. Mm. Uh, but Marquette has some really, really impressive wins this year, although a lot of them came early in the season, you know, beating Kansas, UCLA, Texas. Um, I mean, I, I think I'd rather have Marquette than Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, but the free throw what, rate, that's, that's stunning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is pretty crazy. Um, I feel like they should address that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, looking at it now, they, they only make 14% of their point distribution comes from the free throw line and they're shooting 71.9%. It's crazy. Um, well. So yeah, bringing back 81% of your roster, you would have thought they'd focus on free throw shooting in the offseason. <laughs> You'd rather have Marquette or Illinois then? I don't know. I mean, Marquette does have a whiff of a team that's going to be under bet because of yeah. crashing out last year and because it's been a long, long time since we've seen them beat elite teams. Um, though maybe game by game with Marquette, you're going to get a little bit better value, and then maybe you pull the ripcord once they go up against the one seed. Yeah, and I, and also, uh, you know, if you – if you think the three and a half spread of Marquette might be wild, I was trying to think of Illinois' best uh, win outside the conference, and um, I've been looking for like ninety seconds, Drew, and I still can't find it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, Oakland Big... maybe, uh, Florida Atlantic. Oh, Florida Atlantic would be it. It would be Florida Atlantic, I guess, or Missouri or Colgate. So you uh, you pick those three, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's tough. Uh, but you know what's going on in Florida, Drew? What's that right now? Spring, spring training, training. Oh. Here. yeah so for those looking to get ahead on the upcoming mlb season grab your roto world baseball draft guide it's loaded with comprehensive positional rankings projections and player profiles to ensure your draft is a success visit nbcsports.com backslash draft guide and don't forget use code baseball 24 to get 10 percent off at checkout do you want a beautiful lawn Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Now, we couldn't let you off easy, Drew. We're going to do a third one. This is a bracket buster. So this one should be the toughest because it's a 7 and 8 seed projection. 
for Team E versus Team F. I'm shaking in my boots already for you. Now, Team E got the better defensive efficiency, 17th overall, but Team F, 11th in offensive efficiency because they shoot sixth from the two-point offense and 13th in two-point defense pretty good. Mm. But the downfall of Team F drew one and five record against quad one opponents. 12 and two, though, in conference play. <laughs> 20 to one to make yeah. the final four. Uh, but Team E, 12 and one to make the final four, 15 and one to win the Natty. And uh, that team has a three and seven record against quad one opponents. Nine and eight, though, in conference record. So Team Eight struggling in conference. Nine and eight, Team F thriving in conference, 12 and two. Makes you think Team yeah. F might be more of a mid major. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, if you're nine and one in your last 10, then you're playing against weaker opponents. Uh, if you otherwise have a one in five record against quad one opponents. So yeah, I would say <laughs> mid major, maybe low, low mid major. Uh, the, um, the, the pick here for me to bet on between seven and eight would be seven. Um, the, 12 to one to make the final four would probably be the bet. Although that price does not seem like super appealing with the team that has a three and seven record against quad one opponents. Um, but the 17th in adjusted defensive efficiency, if I'm, if I'm picking a bracket buster to come out of a, of a weak um, quarter, you know, weak region of the draw, uh, I want to, I want to, I want a bracket buster that is elite defensively. Uh, and 17th in adjusted defensive efficiency tells me, can they make it to the Sweet 16? Sure. Are they going to need a little luck after that? Yes, obviously. But um, if you're this projected 7 seed, you need to win your 7-10, which is a little bit of a coin flip, and then you need to have your defense show up in your 2-7 matchup. Um, and I think with your, if you're 17th best, if you're up against, oh, I don't know, Alabama as a 2 seed or something along those lines, then hallelujah, you could uh, potentially steal a slot in the Sweet 16. And from there playing with a little bit of house money if you're 12 to one to make the final mm-hmm. four. So give me team E between these two. Um, and if you're going to make me guess, uh, I, boy, man, uh, let's take uh, um, I, the mid major. It's that's got to be like a, uh, like a whack. Team, actually, right? It's got to be a whack. Team. I, yeah. I know who team F is. I know. Who oh, team you do. Is. Uh, okay, yeah, well, don't, tell me, don't tell just, me. Yet. Don't tell me. I'm just going to. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. I'm just going to take a stab. I'm just going to take a wild stab. Um, the uh, uh, the team E, I'm guessing is a power five, and uh, man, rejected seven seed. Uh, I, I I give up, man. I, give me the reveals, unless you want to guess who teammate who, who, who team F is. Yeah. Yeah, um, Team F, because they're one and five, and against um, the quad one, that's got to yeah. be Gonzaga, because their only quad one was against Kentucky, the game I just mentioned previously in the show. Oh. So that's got to be Gonzaga, I think. Oh. Um, team wow. E, I'm just going to take a stab. I don't think it's right, but I'm going to say Kansas State. Uh, but I feel like their numbers could be around that. And three and seven against quad one opponents would be the Big Twelve potentially, maybe the Big Ten. Sure, um, so, sure. Big Twelve. That, that was know. kind of my thinking as well. But I didn't realize Gonzaga was that far off against the elite. Holy smokes! I, I, I think Team F is definitely Gonzaga, but Team E, I'm not totally sure. I'm. I'm you got any opinions? Or are we ready for the reveal? No, let's let's go for the reveal. Let's do it. Who we got? No, Michigan State, yes. Gonzaga. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, wow. Definitely taking Sparty over Gonzaga. I mean, not even the Tom Izzo fact, the March Madness factor from Michigan State, but I'm not taking. Wow. Um, I mean, Michigan State wins ugly. Uh, we know, you know, that that's there. That's the way they want to do it. Uh, so the the kind of weak two point offense and and uh, elite adjusted defensive efficiency, uh, you know that mm-hmm. that checks out. Uh, if you put the Spartans, I guess what kind of number would you give me if Spartans end up as the seven and they get <laughs> Alabama in the two seven? Oh my God, Alabama against Michigan State. Yeah, what they kind of be laying, Alabama minus? Got to be laying seven and a half. Seven? Oh wow, seven, seven and, and a half. I'd probably say. Okay. All right, people so want to bet it down. Yeah. You got to pick okay. it outside of a. You got to make it big because people love Michigan okay. State much. So final, so final. I may adjust my opinion then. So if you get, if you're only getting twelve to one to make the final four, and against the weakest two seed, you would be a seven, seven and a half point dog. I'm, I'm out at twelve to one. Like that's not good enough. Yeah. It really isn't. Um, and twenty to one for a Gonzaga eight seed. If they were to put them up against, though, I don't know, Purdue uh, in the Midwest, uh, that would be pretty interesting <laughs> to me uh, at 20 to 1 because you really just need them to get that one upset. And then, you know, they then they have the one seeds draw. Um, and uh, obviously, they're, you know, there's a lot of experience there coaching in uh, and they could uh, they could get to a final four. Wouldn't shock. That wouldn't shock the world. I don't think with the talent on that team. Um Wow. So I'm going to change my answer. Actually, I would rather have Gonzaga 20 to 1 than Michigan State 12 to 1, I think. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not touching Gonzaga. I've been getting made fun of lately (laughs) for saying that, but I do not think they're nearly as. You know me. I love Gonzaga and Baylor since we've met Drew. Those have been two of my babies. Uh, But I'm off the Bulldogs train this year. I did have them, though, projected as an eight seed. I just started filling out my bracketology two days ago to post on NBC Sports. So Mm -hmm. keep an eye out for that this weekend. But I had Gonzaga as an eight seed, Michigan State as a seven seed. Um, so maybe, although I'm low on Gonzaga, I'm a little higher on them in seeding because of um, just the potential for them to, you know, get lined up in a Purdue or Arizona side. And, you know, maybe they catch those teams slipping because March Madness is way more open this year uh, than we've seen in years past. Sure. Um, but next week, what? Uh, go ahead. What was the preseason ranking for Gonzaga? Do you remember? So, uh, I do not. I could find that easily. And actually, I was gonna. I'm, I'm glad you said that because um, I was going to say for Michigan State, they were very, very hyped up this year, and people yeah, expected were. a lot out of them. Um, and they kind of let yeah. everyone down in a lot of ways, <laughs> and especially the start of the season. So, but both those teams, I'm not confident in uh, moving forward. But here, I just pulled up the uh, AP top 25 to start the season. Gonzaga yeah, was where 11. were these guys? They were 11th. How about Michigan State? Fourth. Ooh, man. Okay. Man, now I'm waffling back. <laughs> you had the Marquette, kind of lead Marquette was fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, mm. this is an interesting thought exercise. I like both of those bracket busters, actually. Um, yeah. In the right draw, I think those are both guys that I'm going to have sincere consideration for once we get to that point in the season. So, um fun uh fun yeah fun fun exercise and i guess i'm looking at the resume for gonzaga even if somehow some way they they don't ship the wcc which actually wouldn't be shocking because i guess saint mary's is a little better than um but uh the they looks like they have enough wins over the bubble that uh they would still be in the field as a while as a uh, at-large right gonzaga's getting yeah no 
Yeah, yeah. So, I, I think that they would okay. be able to get in over a lot of these uh, okay. lower end, you know, Big Ten or ACC okay. schools, Big East schools. Okay. So if you're getting um, involved with Gonzaga, you could potentially get a little equity if they win the WCC now, and you're not really risking them getting, you know, the them getting the shaft and being in the NIT, I guess. Yeah, don't think they'll either be the favorite either to win their conference. So you could be getting a pretty decent price on that. But uh, we'll definitely be doing some more blind resumes and talking about bracket busters as the weeks get closer to March Madness. And I do want to note too, because now that I'm looking at the top 25 preseason, I'm very intrigued to see like who doesn't make the NCAA tournament that was on that list. But uh, teams that USC is definitely not. Uh, the Bronny James factor pushed them into the top 25, yeah. Drew. Uh, and then we had, you know, Arkansas in there as well, who looked like they're not going to make it. But other than that, the rest of the AP Top 25 looks to be solidified unless FAU um, does not get an at-large bid, which they may not win their uh, their conference either. South Florida's a pretty good basketball team. South Florida hasn't won a championship um, ever in any conference they've ever been in, Drew. And they might do it in basketball this season. So keep an eye out on that. Um, but another fun exercise down. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Now we have to uh, move on to the NBA. And you said you're warming up, baby, so I need to hear the bets. Don't give us an easy one. Don't give us an easy one. Like Charlotte Hornets, team total under against the Bucks after they Holy put the smokes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I live bet, bet Drew. Yeah. Three and a half and lost. And I thought, wow, yeah. I just got burned by the Charlotte Dude. Hornets. We got – uh... <laughs> <laughs> we got some bad. There was some bad basketball on last night, man. Uh, I don't know if you saw the Knicks, but uh, whew, goodness gracious, yeah. that was a that was a that was a that was a, 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 a very very lean, uh, um, you know, depth chart they were playing with uh, the, and that was like what the third worst. Uh, you had Hornets who were miserable and the Nets who were unwatchable. Uh, but that's okay, Vaughn, because the best regular season basketball game of the NBA season happened last night. And it was the Max Struess show 
Um, and, uh, I did not have that on my bingo card that Max Truce was going to be the most important character at the end of uh, the month of February for a contending team. But uh, the Cavaliers had been scuffling uh, coming out of the All-Star break. They had been stumbling. And um, there were some clips uh, on the, uh, you know, I watched through, through my um, uh, 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 com account. And uh, if you were watching the Cleveland broadcast, you're getting like a, a, an inside look at what the players are saying in the huddle and stuff. And, you know, uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell's getting everybody fired up as they got a five point lead. So, you know, he's like, we're in great position to close this one down. And then the Mavericks went on just an electric run and it was like, all right, turn it off. Like, I can't believe the Cavs blew it again. Like this team, I've seen it so many times. This team cannot close. <laughs> and um, man, Max Drew said, uh-uh-uh, not so fast. And uh, what a performance he put together, uh, you know, just absolutely letting it up from three. Uh, and uh, they were, you know, there was a couple funky whistles. Uh, refs did not. They were not in playoff form last night. Uh, the Mavs and the Cavs were, I thought. Um, but, um, you know, incredible sequence by Doncic to take the lead. And then Struess uh, at the buzzer from 60 plus. Just incredible. Incredible sequence and very, very fun. Um, and uh, I don't know, number one, how the Mavs keep losing games like that. Like, it feels like they are in the closest, like, coin flippy end of yeah. game stuff more than any other team. But it uh, it's it's wild to see it. Uh, and it's wild to see the Cavs come out ahead in those kind of situations because they've been pretty unclutched in general. So um, huge, huge one for anyone with Cavs Midwest prices. Huge one for uh, anyone who's holding on to dear life for their Pelicans South the whatever the pelicans division is uh mm-hmm. southeast i don't remember um but the um uh the the southeast excuse me the southwest the southeast is the one that uh is really interesting Vaughn. uh you said there's some interesting stuff happening in florida and you were teasing it mm-hmm. with uh you're teasing the uh spring training the interesting stuff happening in florida is the magic are about to run down the heat and they're about to pass them with aggressiveness. And yes. I'm now like tripled down here on magic. Um, oh. and, uh, and let me just tell you, man, their upcoming schedule. Holy smokes. It is cake. I think there yeah. is a very realistic chance. If the Knicks are not healthy on March 8th, when the magic go to the garden, uh, it is possible that the magic are favored in every game until April, which is outrageous. Like there is a very realistic chance that you you don't even have to buy in that the Magic are a good team. Like they're just they're playing they they're just in an advantage spot over and over and over again. They have an eight game homestand at the end of March. They're not traveling. Like this team is going to be fresh. They are going to be uh, electric, and uh, they're only a half game back right now of the Heat. The Heat are still dealing with trying to really figure out who they are i know they have come up they came up with an impressive win against the kings but that really told you i think more about the kings than it did about the heat um and uh you know you have guys like bam out of bio playing so many minutes and carrying so much of the load like i really have trouble seeing that um kind of maintain but the bigger issue for the heat you didn't really if you didn't if you if you're not looking ahead at their schedule like good luck um uh on uh thursday against the uh the nuggets that's the game that i have circled because uh i think the nuggets are going to be a uh a pretty decent bet there they're on a back-to-back in that game but i think you could realistically lay up to about seven and a half there um the uh then they go uh, they go home from Denver to Miami to play the Jazz and the Pistons back out on the road for at Mavs at Thunder. Uh, they got another game against the uh, Nuggets in the middle of March. They got some Sixers after Embiid may be back. They got the at Sixers at Cavs in back-to-back games. Uh, and then Cavs, Warriors, 
uh, to round out uh, the month of March. So, I mean, realistically, could the Heat lose six plus games in March? Absolutely. Uh, will the Magic be be underdogs in more than one? I don't think so. <laughs> like this is a great opportunity for them to close the gap uh, and flip the division. Uh, and just again, considering how weak their schedule is, and the fact that the Knicks are stumbling, the Sixers are stumbling, could the Magic uh, kind of pump all the way up to a four or five seed? Do not be surprised if it happens. Yeah, no, that was uh, my thinking weeks ago. Whenever I looked at the second half strength of schedules, and Orlando Magic was by far the easiest uh, down the stretch. And you looked at a couple of games. I mean, you talked about the eight-game home stretch where they're getting, you know, Toronto, Charlotte, Memphis, Portland. Like, those are almost guaranteed wins at some points. You know, Toronto's making a push now, winning three or four straight games. So they're obviously, you know, trying to make a postseason spot. But I like the position Orlando's in. And I kind of wanted to ask your opinion um, on this uh, futures parlay I took because uh, I had a boost. While it was only allowed to be $25, I figured I might as well do something that in the summer I might just get a random thousand dollars, Drew, because you know that's always nice. I know you're big in the futures market. So at 40 to 1, I took the Mavericks, the Magic, the Bucks, and the Thunder to win their okay. divisions. And I feel like the Bucks, although I don't believe in them in a seven game series, they're starting to catch their stride a little bit and find out yeah. some chemistry issues. Uh, the Mavericks obviously got some big man depth at the deadline. I think the Magic are going to catch the Heat. And then the Thunder are going to be the the most wild one seed since the Atlanta Hawks in 2014, probably. Yeah, I think it's all that that that's all coming. You got 40 to one on that. Yeah, you're in, you're in good shape. The Mavs one is the one that's a little questionable, just because the Pelicans are an absolute mystery box. Yeah. Like they could be good, they could be bad. They play sloppy, but they're playing against a team that doesn't have any healthy players, so they win easy. Like they are a very very tough team to put your finger on. Um, but the Mavericks, uh, the additions that they made, it was pretty clear last night. They are a very, very different team than a team that was a little bit underwhelming through the first half of the season. So uh, they're going to be a problem for someone in the playoffs, man. That team, you know, Luca's just he's un, unreal ability to create his own shot and uh, can make it contested. He was making contested threes in the highest leverage moments, like it was no, no, like it was nobody, nobody else, the empty gym type of stuff. It was crazy. So. Yeah, I think uh, I think that has real life. Um, as far as games on the card tomorrow that have my interest, uh, right now we don't have a ton of lines up, but uh, expecting something like eleven and a half in Milwaukee, I don't mind laying that. Something like eleven and a half in Oklahoma City, or uh, Milwaukee in Charlotte, uh, eleven in with Oklahoma City in San Antonio, don't mind that at all. Um, these teams that are absolutely clicking and kind of getting into you know playoff form uh, are all bet ons right now for me um there's no real fatigue disadvantages for anyone tomorrow um everybody's pretty evenly rested friday is kind of where it gets interesting uh you start to see a couple of uh, fascinating ones and your toronto raptors who are running down <laughs> the uh atlanta hawks for that last play-in spot uh, they host the Golden State Warriors, who are at a huge disadvantage there. You could get Toronto as a decent dog on Friday, uh, and that's going to be the game of the day for the the betters. I like that. Um, do you have any opinion I want to ask you? Because I just saw an opening line for the Nets-Hawks game. The Nets are two-point favorites, and that's a team that still might be playing for that last position while the Hawks are injured. Or are you just staying away from that? 
bad basketball. I mean, they they were incredible against the Jazz yesterday uh, in the absence of Trey Young, and there's a little bit of a superstar subtraction thing there because everybody gets their opportunity to shine a little bit more offensively. So, uh, yeah, that's Hawks are past. The Nets, the Nets can't create offense right now. Like, they had one hot quarter with Dennis Schroeder hitting every three that he took, and that was enough to get them to win against Memphis. But otherwise, it has been lean, lean coming from the uh, Nets uh, offense. Thank you, Dennis Schroeder. I appreciate you, brother. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a way too easy bet. Uh, the Nets at home against the Grizzlies. The Nets against the Grizzlies the other day. Um, but yeah, I love that. It's part of my hot, hot streak. We're going to do our best bets, Drew, uh, for the Thursday slate. We're okay. obviously taping this uh, Wednesday night. So we don't have our early bets, but what would your best one be? And yeah, don't, o- don't overthink it. Get a price on the magic for the Southeast and enjoy the ride. All right. Yeah, I love that because I'm already on that. So I uh, may have to double down another half a unit or a unit on that bad boy. Um, but if I'm getting anything under three points, I'm taking the Rutgers Scarlet Knights okay. uh, at home against the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan is, I mean, if there's a seller, they're below it, Drew. Uh, when it comes to the Big Ten basketball, they've been putrid this year. Jawan Howard is out the door uh, once their offseason hits. So I, uh, I'm looking to get Rutgers in a nice bounce back spot at home with a few home games left, but, uh, I'm with you on the Orlando magic. Let's hope Luka Doncic triple doubles tonight. And by the time you guys hear this and see this, he have done it. Uh, cause it's his birthday on Wednesday <laughs> night. So happy birthday, Luka Doncic. Uh, do what you do best. Get us, get us buckets and triple doubles. Uh, Drew, any shout outs for, for you before we get out of here? All good, man. Great show as always. Uh, and, uh, yeah, best of luck this week. Best of luck this week to you too. For everyone, don't forget to head over to NBCSports.com for more info to help you out your wages or fantasy. For always, Drew and Vaughn, we appreciate you. And from producer Adam and Dan, thank you guys as always. We'll see you later. room is where you make life's most beautiful memories but your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them the new life resistant high performance furniture collection from ashley is designed to withstand all the spills slip-ups and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life ashley high performance sofas and recliners are soft on trend and easy to clean shop the high performance furniture in store online at ashley.com ashley for the love of home Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.